0: Well, hello there, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast, where I give you the step-by-step support and guidance you need on your domestic adoption journey. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoptive mom of two on a mission to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable, because no one should walk the domestic adoption journey alone. Welcome back, friend. I am so glad you made the decision to join us today. If you haven't already subscribed or followed the podcast as Apple is now calling it, please take a second to do so. This is the best way to ensure that you're notified each and every time I release a new episode. And if you'd take just a minute to leave a rating and review, I sure would appreciate that. That tells me what type of content that you are really finding the most value in so that I can create more content like that to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable. Today, we're talking about all things self-matching. I'm going to answer all the most frequently asked questions end up in my DM that end up in comments in my Facebook group, or even in my email inbox from all of my community members. They really want to understand the step-by-step process of self-matching and if it can really save them tens of thousands of dollars. And it is totally possible, Fred, just a big spoiler alert. You just have to do a little bit more research and legwork on your own and find a few adoption professionals to surround yourself with that you kind of build as your own community or your own tribe in your adoption journey. Okay, so let's start with a basic definition of what self-matching is. Self-matching really means that you are finding an expectant parent on your own, and you're going to do this in a multitude of ways, and you need a few different resources to kind of mimic what the big agencies charge you tens of thousands of dollars for. That's what we're going to talk about in this episode. So from a self matching perspective, let's talk about like the big buckets of self matching. So first you need to find a partner as it relates to your adoption journey. Then you're going to, and that's typically in the form of an attorney, right? you're going to become a, a waiting family through a home study approval. You're going to learn how to market your family. Then you're going to find an expectant parent, you're going to match with them and then follow the legal process as it relates to finalization and then ultimately supporting um, expectant parents. I know that's a huge, big overview and probably, I don't know, 20 seconds, but know that I'm going to break it down for you in next week's episode, step-by-step throughout the process so that you really understand that. But the question I get most often is, is it even possible? Can someone do this? Absolutely. I have tons of clients that have done this on their own and tons of friends that have done this on their own before. Self-matching was like even a thing. And you may be wondering, is self-matching your adoption and independent adoption the same thing? It is. Basically, it just means that you're adopting without the aid of a consultant or an agency, but you always have to have an adoption attorney. So self-matching typically costs you Anywhere from $5,000 to $20,000. And it really just depends on kind of all of the different elements that need to go into it. And the biggest factor in that, friend, is really kind of the living expenses and the medical expenses from a support perspective that your uh, birth mother or expectant mother before she gives birth needs in her journey. And that's going to be the biggest variable. So it is still possible. To save tens of thousands of dollars, because those costs are costs that you would actually be spending with an agency regardless. So, when an agency kind of breaks down their big budget, if you will, from a self or excuse me, from an agency matching perspective, you are still paying attorney costs. You're still paying birth mother expenses in that overall um, kind of fee that you have to pay them. But then they also have other fees that are quite frankly really inflated, um, that in their adoption process, right? They have salaries, they have overhead, they have, you know, a big staff to maintain. And then of course they have a big advertising budget that they need to fulfill in order to bring, um, expected parents into their agency and hopeful adoptive parents into their agency. So that's part of some of the fees that you're paying whenever you're working with an adoption agency. In my self-matching process, what I'm going to teach you is what pieces and parts you need as a, you know, hopeful adoptive family. What pieces and parts are optional? They're up to you. And I'm going to give you some resources that help you do that on your own so that you're not paying someone's salary and all of those things as it relates to your specific budget. You can find ways to basically, um, I don't, to work around some of those expensive fees and creative ways. If you're just willing to put a little bit of equity, sweat equity, if you will, maybe peer equity, if you will, into the journey. And that's what I'm going to help you learn throughout this upcoming series that we're talking about um, here. So is it really possible to find an expected mother on your own? Yes. It is absolutely possible. Um, if you haven't gone back and checked out some of my podcast episodes, um, most recently I did one with one of my clients, Brittany. Brittany found an expectant mother on her own, not once but twice, friends. And I supported her through that journey by being that emotional support, helping her with her profile and all of those things as it really relates to finding an expectant mother. It is possible to find an expectant mother in real life and in social media. And so there are a multitude of different ways. And don't worry, I have your back. We'll talk about that in an upcoming episode. We'll talk about how to find an expectant mother and then how to match with them. And a big secret here is marketing your family is key. And again, don't worry about the word marketing. I've got 20 years of marketing. I can teach you how to do that friend. I've got your back. We'll do this together. Okay. So let's talk about Types of adoption professionals that you need to surround yourself with in order to actually self match your adoption. So, again, if you go to an agency or or even if you work with a consultant and they pass you along to an agency, an agency is designed to have these different areas of specialty, if you will. They'll have people whose job it is to um, do your home study, they'll have attorneys whose job it is to make your adoption legal they're going to have social workers that are going to work both with you and with the expectant parents. Then they're going to have a team of marketing people whose job it is to market not only you and to kind of get you into the door, if you will, but then to market you as a family to potential expectant birth brothers, expectant mothers, and that are really marketing to the expectant mothers to get them to come and choose to place with their agency. And this is an area, quite frankly, where a lot of kind of incremental headcount could potentially sit within agencies that could be impacting the cost. Now, don't get me wrong. There is definitely a speed advantage in their marketing expertise, and there is a speed advantage in having a marketing expert in your pocket. Trust me, I know this. I do this for some of the world's largest brands every day. Your job is to understand your audience and understand what message they need to hear in order to choose the option or the thing that you are selling, right? And in this case, your job is to be selling your family. Okay, let me put the marketing soapbox aside and let's talk a little bit about the different functions that you really need to surround yourself with um, as it relates to self matching and maybe I shouldn't call them functions. I should say different professionals <laughs> that you need to surround yourself with when it comes to self matching. The first is an adoption attorney. You must have an adoption attorney both for you and for the expected parents. There are some out there that will say that you can use the same attorney and you could, you could save money that way. Totally. But what I would urge you is to do this out of a sign of respect for your birth parents, for your expectant parents. You want them to know at any time in this journey that it's ultimately their right, whether or not they choose to place or choose not to place. And I think it sends a little bit of a mixed message to them when you're like, use this attorney. It's my attorney. And because your attorney is paid by you. They are um, really motivated to see the adoption through. And from a hopeful adoptive family perspective, of course, that's what you want, right? But you want to do it ethically and morally um, in balance with what's important to you. And for me, I always suggest that you just kind of have that little bit of separation. By the way, you're still paying for the expectant parent's attorney. It's not like you're not paying them, but you need someone that has a little bit more of a firewall when it comes to... Persuading them, if you will, to place the child for adoption. So, the first professional you've got to have is an adoption attorney. You'll need to have one in your state for you and then their state for them. Okay. The next thing I really suggest that you consider is social work or counseling services. And this is both, again, for you and for the expectant family. So, let's take just a second and, and be real here. One of the thing, one of the main challenges that I get from my clients during the placement, as well as after the placement, is just what I would call some of the emotionally charged conversations that happen as it relates to adoption. Adoption is tough. Adoption is tough in so many ways, and you don't even know what it, how it is tough until you're in it, and you don't sometimes even realize that. Emotions are what's fueling the conversation in some cases. Having access both for you as well as for the expectant parents during and after the journey to a counselor that can help you process those emotions, or especially from a hopeful adoptive family perspective, someone that's been there, that's walked the journey, that understands what's happening is really important. I get a lot of uh, clients in the post-adoption space that reach out to me. They're like, man, you know, we just keep kind of circling the drain on this one particular topic. And most of the time it's finances. And it's, you know, that there wasn't an intentional design before the adoption was finalized to be really clear on what type of support you would provide during the adoption and after the adoption. And sometimes that can take the relationship. And sometimes they're really just grieving and processing through their emotions as it relates to placing a child for adoption. And one of the ways that it kind of physically manifests out from a, a conversation perspective or a text message, not necessarily just from a voice perspective, is around money. And it's actually not what would make them happy in the end. Actually, what would make them happy in the end is something entirely different. It's processing their grief. So. I really do suggest that you have support for both you and the expected parents before, during, and after the adoption process, because it really will make a a huge difference in your health of your relationship for the long term, which is what's really important for your child. And you may be sitting there being saying like, "Mm, I'm not sure that I'm going to have an open adoption or even a semi-open adoption. And in those cases, friend, I actually still would urge you to both process that, those feelings, you don't have to do it together. That's what you're choosing, but do it in your own solo work with counselors, because you just never know how life is going to evolve and expand over time. And it's really important that you think through kind of the future state here and plan for that. Okay, finally, the other professional that I really think you need is an adoption coach let me break down what that really means. Not only have I been there, I've literally walked the journey, not only myself for myself, but with my clients as well. But you need someone that's going to teach you the ins and outs of all of the different elements that a agency would do. And then an agency would charge you tens of thousands of dollars to do, right? We all know how expensive that is. Having an adoption coach will help you basically kind of Construct the learning, if you will, and the pieces that you can do yourself with the experience of someone who's walked the journey and who has over 20 years of marketing experience and has spent well over a billion dollars in marketing budgets for some of the largest brands in the world. It's kind of mind boggling for me to think about that when I take a step back and look at my career. It's, it's kind of unique, but that's the reason why you need an adoption coach because not only can I teach you how to adopt, and how to self-match your adoption, how to get the most out of your agency if you're working with an agency. But I can also teach you how to market your family. And marketing your family is really important in the adoption journey. I know it may feel a little yuck, but that is really what you're doing when you're trying to match. You're marketing your family versus another family. You have to tell your authentic story in a way that she can connect to. Okay. So I'll be giving you resources for all of these professionals that you need to surround yourself with in your self matching journey and upcoming episodes. But I thought it was really important for you to understand to be successful in self matching your adoption. You will need to mimic the structure of what an agency provides, but you can choose uh, what resources are appropriate for you in that journey and you can do them for I don't know, on the very high end, maybe a thousand or two thousand dollars per resource outside of the adoption attorney. Adoption attorneys are going to be a bit more expensive, right? Um, but you can mimic the support, you can mimic the marketing, you can mimic all of those things on your own if you get a little bit of help and education along the way. And that is really important, friend. That's what's truly going to make your self-matching journey easier, faster, and more affordable is when you surround yourselves with the right professionals and do it for a couple of thousand dollars versus call it 15 or $20,000 that the agency is charging you. Okay. All right. So I think it is really important occasionally just to have a little bit of inspiration, right? A little bit of light shining at the end of the tunnel so that you know that it's not a train coming at you. Because I remember the days of waiting, can really feel like a train is coming dead on and you don't know when it's going to hit you. So if you're looking for inspiration, please do go back and check out the podcast episodes where Brittany shared her story of being matched and where she shared her story of ultimately bringing home her second child through self-matching. I think that those positive moments of just inspiration really do help us on those dark days, friends. And I think that's also something else that is the missing element, if you will, to self-matching your adoption versus with an agency. An agency, again, has a counselor whose job is to lift you up in those dark times. But you, my friend, you have a community. You have a community around you on, in the Facebook group that's available for you each and every day. I intentionally mix in that community inspiration, uh, motivation, And just general sense of love because you need that in this adoption journey, friend. It's not easy. So go and seek out success stories when you're having a hard day and go seek out motivation and inspiration inside the My Adoption Coach Facebook group. Anybody's welcome to join. I don't allow other adoption professionals or expectant parents in there so that I can keep it your safe space, your space to ask the tough questions, to feel the tough emotions, and to get support from others that have walked the journey or are walking it every single day with you. If you're ready to start your self-matching journey, again, please join the free Facebook group. It costs you absolutely nothing. It's just a good resource because I break down these episodes even further inside the Facebook group. Each week we have a conversation around the episode in depth. We ask questions. I answer questions not only on you know my YouTube area where people leave comments, answer questions there, but I also answer questions in the Facebook group. And from time to time, I even do a little special like surprise live training. So you definitely want to join the Facebook group so that you get access to that. Did you find value in today's episode? I really hope you did. My intention was to give you just an overview of self-matching and if it was really possible, one, to do it yourself. But then also, is it really possible to save tens of thousands of dollars? And the answer is yes, friend. You get the right support system around you and you pick and choose what are those right elements for you that fit within your budget And it is totally possible to find a few other folks like me in the industry that really just want to educate you so that you can do this yourself without paying the big overhead that comes with an agency. So I know if you found value in today's episode, you will found value in getting the exact step-by-step process in order to self-match your adoption. And you can get that in the show notes below. Just click the link and it'll take you to an area where you can sign up to get those emails directly to you very quickly and if you found value in today's episode i really would appreciate it if you consider liking subscribing following all of the right language (laughs) where you're watching and listening to today's episode and leave me a comment let me know where you are in your self-matching journey and ask any questions that you have as it relates to self-matching And if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure and head on over to the Facebook group because I'm in there every single day, multiple times a day, answering all the questions. All right, friend, make sure and tune in next week as we dive into self-matching a bit more. And in the meantime, remember anything's possible with the right plan and support. And I've always got your back each step of the way. Talk to you soon.